1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
2: 971 FM Talk Podcast.
3: All right, welcome back to the Mark Cox Morning Show. Happy to have you in here on the Thursday morning, the fourth day of January of 2024. I haven't had to write that yet. Have you had to write it?
4: Mm, I, know I don't I'm going to so.
3: screw that up the first time I have to write the date down. It's coming, I'm sure. Um, the headline up here on the news is that Vivek Ramaswamy or Chris Christie, neither one made the next debate stage. Is yeah. that correct?
4: That's correct. Yeah, just so the, DeSantis and Haley. It's
3: just going to be the two mm-hmm. of them. Wow. Yeah. And that's coming up next week, right? Mm-hmm. So, did I hear yesterday on the Brian Kilmeade show the breaking news that? Uh, Martha McCallum and Brett Baer are going to do a town hall with Trump uh, the same night as as alternative programming to
4: that debate. Yeah, it's become a money maker because it's like, okay, yeah. who's going to get the Trump versus who's going to get the actual debate?
3: Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, I,
4: I saw someone questioning them: Are you going to give Trump the questions ahead of time? And they're like, No, we're not going. We don't do that.
3: No, Carl, what what's going on here with the Facebook? I defeat? think I
4: accidentally clicked out of it, uh, so I just jumped I, back in. I,
3: I'm sorry. If you're following us on Facebook, I looked down and saw half of my head <laughs> in in this box here. I fixed it.
4: I think mm. I'm to blame for that. <laughs>
5: you
3: Oops. know, when I worked at Channel 4, I, I joked a lot that my... my uh, my tombstone someday would say would say here lies Mark Cox in a double box <laughs> because, <laughs> Good. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. TV yeah. you're always in a double box or a quadruple box or something and uh if it's to... snow
4: coverage it's like an eight box <laughs> box. here's I... all of our reporters all across St. Louis telling you to stay inside but we're going to be outside telling you it's snowing it
3: might snow next week i read
0: did you see <laughs> did you see that might I thought, snow friday yeah it's well, Friday.
3: but i i saw one of the local meteorologists in town who i follow on facebook um, mentioning that there is a chance this is what i love how they do this so, so there's a we're going to see some flakes friday probably maybe less than a half inch accumulation of some sort it's what i saw as one estimate but next week we're following we're tracking something that's coming in it's got enough moisture. To put some snow on the ground. We just don't know yet.
4: You mean on the roads versus just what yeah, it was last so. week?
3: It's going to be cold enough. I mean, they're, going to, they're just starting to ramp you up for that, right? Mm-hmm. Just in case.
4: No hamster-sized flakes. <laughs> I still love that Dave gave that an I mean, it really, they were huge snowflakes. They
3: they really were. this it is funny. Kind of nice to see it. You want mm-hmm. to see that once or twice, and then I'm done with it for yeah. the rest of the year, for sure. All right, coming up, we've got to Tom Ackerman is going to join us. We'll talk about the, uh, the fallout from the... Uh, Mizzou Cotton Bowl and uh, really what that means uh, for the team and maybe for next year because I heard it, I heard uh, an interview yesterday that uh, uh, Alex Rich did with with uh, Brady Cook, quarterback um, and he was talking about the fact they think they're going to be even better next year and the, there's a lot of confidence in Mizzou football right now obviously so we'll talk to Tommy about that at about 6.35. Right now I want to get to the shortlist. The Mark Cox shortlist
2: we don't need to talk about them as criminals they're not they're families that want a better life and they're desperate to get here
3: yeah nikki haley says at least she used to say back in 2015 you shouldn't use the term illegal alien so uh, we know that nikki believed that at one point that's not what she's saying these days because it doesn't go over very well uh politically
5: Hmm. Do you think Donald Trump will ever accept responsibility for anything he did? It'd be really the easiest pardon decision I would ever have to make as president.
3: Do you think Chris Christie ever passes up a buffet? I'm just trying to think here. Plus, you'll never be president, so we'll never have to find out if he'll pardon Donald Trump. There is this sort of open war on black progress, black history. (laughs) Not a surprise. Joy Reid believes that the harvard president got fired solely because she's a black woman and that's the only possible reason that could have happened
2: that has been settled and as for former president trump well his name does come up in the papers you know he knew epstein in new york for many years but
3: yep yep there it is you knew that was going to be the uh, some of the focus in the media yesterday about the epstein list the epstein list is out and, uh, I, you know, I, I tried to prepare you a little bit for this uh, the other day because we kept waiting for this thing to drop. And I'm like, well, let's get people in the right frame of mind about what we're likely to hear after these names come out.
2: I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> uh,
3: Bill Clinton's name is mentioned in there. We we expected that. Alan Dershowitz's name is mentioned in there. We expected that. Uh, Prince Andrew's name is mentioned in there. We expected that. We haven't seen any real surprises from this um, uh, lawsuit, right? I mean, all of these names were pulled out of legal documents associated with uh, this former victim of Epstein, Joffrey, uh, suing. And, and this is testimony that was used in that case by people who other people who were sexual trafficking victims, And and we knew that Donald Trump at one point had an association with Jeffrey Epstein. They were uh, business owners in New York. Obviously, they knew each other in social circles. And apparently Epstein owned a place in West Palm Beach somewhere close to Mar-a-Lago. The important thing to understand is that Epstein was kicked out of Mar-a-Lago and Trump ended his association with him long ago and that there was no evidence as uh, of a flight manifest of Trump, and for that matter, maybe even Clinton, going to Pedo Island, the private island he owned where he took all a lot of these young girls. Um, and I, I th- that's important to sow because the minute the ma- mainstream media started reporting on this, oh, here's Donald Trump's name, let's read this, with the insinuation that more went on than than went on. We We don't know. None of these— Are police reports on suspected sexual assaults. None of these people have been charged. Here's what the actual reporting was on Donald Trump in connection with Jeffrey Epstein.
2: That has been settled. And as for former President Trump, well, his name does come up in the papers. You know, he knew Epstein in New York for many years, but cut him off. Reports say that Mr. Trump kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago because Epstein hit on the teenage daughter of another member. That, before Epstein was ever charged in the sex cases. Joanna said that she, Epstein, Frey, and Maxwell, once visited one of Trump's Atlantic City casinos, that in 2001. And in her deposition, Joanna was asked a very direct and blunt question, Sean. Quote, did you ever massage Donald Trump? Her answer was no. Joanna also said that she met Michael Jackson, that at Epstein's Palm Beach, Manson. She also said in the depositions that she did not massage him
3: either. Is that the least surprising information? No, the, the teenage
4: daughter. I had not heard that part. Oh, okay. That Supposedly yeah. Epstein hit on a teenage daughter of a what was a staffer at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, a member. A Mar-a-Lago. member. OK. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah.
3: the Michael Jackson thing, the fact that he did not want to massage from a woman is not uh, surprising yeah. to anybody. But, but they continue here.
2: Sean. And there was other mentions of Trump during the deposition. Did you ever see Trump at Jeffrey's home? Not that I can remember. On his island? No, not that I can remember. In New Mexico? No, not that I can remember. In New York? No, not that I can remember. So uh, for those people always looking to go after Donald Trump. uh, We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But now the the creepiest part of, I think, what came out in the, the list that was released with Epstein was the Bill Clinton thing. That supposedly he likes some young referring to the girls yeah
3: and again yeah I I'm not a defender of Bill Clinton in any way shape or form uh, I, I I mean the the whole Monica Lewinsky thing the the stories out of Little Rock when he was governor down there about telling Hillary he was going out for a big Mac and jogging over to his girlfriend's house uh, for an affair we we know all those things happen that n- none of that's a surprise. It, he, we don't know the context of that content of that comment, right?
4: I agree. There's not context, and you can draw a lot of conclusions that may, might not be there.
3: We know he liked him young because Monica Lewinsky was young. She was how old in, was she? I knew she was young, office. but how old was well, she? She was in she? her early 20s. She got somehow land. She had some family connection, landed an internship uh, at the White House. Uh, she was in her early 20s when that happened. But so we we knew Bill Clinton liked him young, but we don't know if he's referring to the fact that. He liked the eighteen-year-olds that Epstein was recruiting to to eventually sexually abuse. Somehow, uh, he he apparently did get some massages from one of these girls at some point. One of them testified to that in the in the thing. But so far, there's no smoking gun. Is my point here? I haven't seen anything in any of these reports that, and there's still more to come. That that really. Is groundbreaking information. Everybody wanted the list of people. I'll be honest with you. I kind of thought what we were going to get was a list of people that we knew went to that island with him. And so far, that has not been part of what's been released. Jelaine Maxwell knows who went to that island with him. Uh, She hasn't killed herself yet, um, and she hasn't released that list. I think there's a maybe a correlation between those two things.
4: So more is expected to come, right? That's yes. my understanding. Yeah,
3: there were 250 documents I think they've released. They had released about 90 of them as of yesterday. And it takes a little while to dig through all those. So maybe something more comes out of it. I I just I don't know. Uh, It's it's possible. It is possible. All right. Coming up, we're going to get to uh, Congressman Eric Burleson. A couple things I want to talk to him about. This new uh, Freedom Caucus that has formed. There's actually going to be an event tomorrow kind of kicking that off. And and obviously he served a long time in the Missouri legislature. I want to get his take on all of that. Maybe uh, what's going on in D.C. with this fiscal cliff we're approaching. Uh, We're going to talk to him about 735. We'll give away those cardinal Uh, tickets as well for the winter warm-up uh, in the 7 o'clock hours, So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Worried
6: about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
0: All
3: right, uh, just just back to that debate that's going to happen next week in the Republican primary. I, I don't even know who's airing it. Do you know who's doing that next week? Uh, I do know President Trump's going to do a town hall on Fox the same night. So that's uh, you know in, in terms of uh, his uh, his part, that's going to be pretty smart on Fox's part to be honest with you. Kind of counter programming, and you know viewership will crush that debate. Nobody's gonna want to see Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis jabbing each other.
4: Oh, CNN is it's hosting on, this yeah, one. Yeah,
3: They normally would get crushed anyway, but they'll. It'll be ugly. It'll just. It'll just be ugly. Um, uh, and it'll maybe Trump's first appearance on a town hall on Fox in a long time. I can't remember the last time they had him on. Yeah, they've been pretty heavily pushing the alternatives. For a while, they were on Team DeSantis, and then it seems now that they're on Team Haley because they talk about her all the time.
4: Mm-hmm. You wonder um, if there'll be a, a plant like they had at Nikki Haley's uh, <laughs> town hall where that what was it an eight-year-old boy? No, no, know. no, that was I,
3: an adult. I wonder if they'll take questions from the audience. Maybe they will. Um, when they were being asked about it uh, on, on uh, uh, Kilmeade's show yesterday, they said that they were going to be sure and Filter the audience so that they had people in there who were independents or undecideds or, you know, people that t- didn't vote for Trump last time but are considering coming back. And
4: But how do they do that? I don't know. It's not like you're going to be like, let me see your how you're registered. I mean, to me, it would just be as simple as, maybe, are you an independent? Yes. Okay, you're in. I mean. maybe,
3: maybe you have to fill out a... Um, I don't know, a, a, a survey of some sort. And you could always lie on it. I was going to say, what stops you to, from lying? There'd be nothing to stop you from lying on it. Um, this is what I thought was interesting. Uh, Breitbart had an, had an article on this yesterday that the former President Trump has told Breitbart News exclusively that, uh, assuming he wins the GOP nomination, which seems like a no-brainer at this point. He will work to expand the universe of battleground states and plans to aggressively compete against uh, whoever Democrats dominate in states like New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Minnesota, and New Mexico. He thinks he can win those states, which would obviously, if you lost to Pennsylvania or Michigan— but you picked up other other states that were traditionally blue. He said he thinks he can compete in a number of states Republicans have not won in many years. Um, he plans to do rallies in these states and work hard to try to win them. Maybe not as hard as the traditional battleground states like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia, he even threw out the possibility of renting out Madison Square Garden to hold a rally in the heart of Manhattan in New York City. Wow. That would gall Eric Adams, wouldn't it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And and we ran that bite last, I think it was last week, where they went out and interviewed voters in New York, like in the Bronx, mm-hmm. on just random asking, you know what, on the street, what they think about Trump. And a couple of them were anti-Trump, but there were a lot of people, and a lot of them were minorities uh, or said they were Democrats, one of the two who said that they were Tired of Joe Biden and Bidenomics and how much their groceries were costing and the fact that they couldn't afford rent or mortgages and that they wanted to consider voting for Trump again. And they begged him to come there and have a rally. So I don't know. Um, he said, I'm going to make a heavy play for New York, a heavy play for New Jersey, a heavy play for Virginia, a heavy play for New Mexico, and a heavy play for a state that hasn't been won in years, Minnesota. mmm
4: I'm not optimistic about that.
3: Minnesota. Wow. Um, yeah, I I don't I'm not I'm not quite sure what your chances are in, in Minnesota. I just gotta be honest with you. Um yeah. I think I d I don't I, even Ronald Reagan didn't even win Minnesota, I don't think. It's it's kind of been that long uh since any Republican won up there. Coming up, we're gonna get to Tom Ackerman and ask him a little about the uh the Mizzou and the Cotton Bowl and what he thinks of the National Football Championship. Coming up.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
5: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
3: The great
7: sports mind, like Tom Ackerman. Baseball's really not a hard sport.
1: It is anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. It's like Powered by Coffee this morning. Sports, sponsored by McDonald's. Reminding you to round up your total for Ronald McDonald House Charities on your next order.
3: Hey, Tom. Speaking of uh, winter warm-up, we're giving away some tickets uh, every day this week. So I'm giving oh, away good. some tickets next hour for somebody to go to winter warm-up on the 13th to the 15th. That's awesome. Uh, kind of kicks off the baseball season.
7: It is great. You know, what a great baseball town we have. We have the best fans in the world. And I know the team was not good last year. We all know that. They were twenty games under five hundred. But the best part about these fans is they don't like that. They want they had have questions. They need them answered. They can never have enough information. They are the best. Mo going to answer
3: some questions at the winter warm-up, you think? I'll
7: tell you who it is. Ollie (laughs) Marmel. So I'm going to do – the Ollie wanted to – we talked about this last year. We were sitting in his office. He said, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to do an event with you where we can just answer everyone's questions because I know the fans have questions and they they criticize and they this and that. And he's like, I will sit down with them and answer all their questions. So we created this with him, his idea, a dinner that we're going to do with Ollie – on thursday the 18th so after the warm-up is over you get a chance to sit down with ollie and me we'll have dinner it's only 75 bucks a person it's a beef tenderloin dinner two complimentary drinks it's out at tapawingo okay and um i think it's gonna be really good so uh, we have it on our site kmoxcom slash events if you want to get it i think it's going to sell pretty quickly uh but a nice chance to ask ollie the question he's not going to duck any questions either i mean if you're in like i don't I don't like Ollie. I don't like the way he handles his bullpen. I don't like the way this. Well, then tell
3: him. I mean, stand he'll, up. Yeah, he'll. If, it's if, fine if you, if you put yourself out there like that and you are willing to take the hard questions. You gotta, you gotta respect somebody who's wanted. They don't hide behind their door, right? I am pretty sure that you will come out of it with a different
7: feeling about Ollie. Yeah, that he is. I know he's young and still a, a new name to a lot of people, but he knows the game. Mostly, though, he is willing to discuss it. And it's rare, actually, that a manager will, a coach of any major professional sport will do this. Well, they'll sit down with the fans and just directly hang out with them and talk so, to them and tell them all. It's not going to be broadcast. We're not recording it. It's called Oliver Marble Unplugged, and we're just going to sit around the dinner table and talk ball.
3: Well, ask Barubi, You can only manage what you're given by ownership. Is there any talk of any more pitching coming in? There is. Uh, It's my belief
7: that the Cardinals are looking for a bullpen arm and I think an impactful one that they're willing to spend on, um, whether they land the right one. And remember, it's a two-way street when it comes to free agency. Yeah. you know, I think that a lot of people just assume the Cardinals can just go out and buy pitchers and that's it. No, actually, they have to want to come here too. It has to be the right situation, whether they want – maybe they desire to be on the West Coast or the East Coast or maybe they like a certain – style of manager or pitching coach or, you know, combination of players or whatever the case may be. The Cardinals are going to have to sell on all that too. So somebody's going to have to want to come here. Sonny Gray wanted to come here. Lance Lynn wanted to come here. Uh Kyle Gibson wanted to be here. So the Cardinals did what they had to do. They filled the glass of water back up and they got their rotation. But fans aren't really satisfied with a glass of water. You know, yeah, they, they yeah. want a little more. They want a little extra. They want to go chase down a world championship (laughs) and so rightfully they want to see more i do think there's a chance that the cardinals it's just they get a little skittish when it comes to trading prospects a lot of these prospects have gone on to be great stars but could they package a trade and compete with some of these other teams for a young controllable pitcher like a dylan cease from the white Sox? if you're to do that I mean, you're going to have to give up something that you don't want to give up, I think. And that's kind of what that price has gone up in terms of trade. So I don't know if the Cardinals would go there or not. I think more likely they're going to load up on one more bullpen Arm and see if they can take that to the next level. Let's talk about what Ken wants to talk about.
4: Mizzou, Cotton oh, champs,
7: win. great, great win. And there, Look, Ohio State depleted on offense, but not on defense. Boring first half. Oh, I mean, you it think it helped that their
4: their uh, second string was hurt? I mean, right out of the gate. Yeah, basically Ohio
7: State's offense was not. What did I say you know the. Yeah, they said second string, but I just they, said were, yeah, yeah, they yeah. were playing their third string quarterback at, yeah. at, at that point. But the, and they didn't have Marvis Harrison, Jr., who's the best wide receiver in the country, not named Luther Burden. Uh, <laughs> but they their defense was there. I yeah. mean, Ohio State's defense was there and Missouri just outplayed him in the fourth quarter and wanted it more. I think it's exactly what we said on the show, that we I thought Missouri was going to win the game because they wanted it more, and in the end they did. They won it by I, 11 points.
3: I, I heard Alex Rich on the Reardon show yesterday he had an interview with Brady Cook, yeah. which I hadn't heard yet. And, They're and, good buddies. Yeah, and Cook did um, – I mean, he said, hey, we're looking forward to next year being even better. I think they'll be good next
7: year. Uh, you know, Cody Schrader's a big loss now. Yeah, I mean, he's the SEC's leading rusher, single-season rushing leader in Mizzou history, so, you know, that's not easy to replace. But they – have tons of weapons on the outside burden will be back cook will be back the defense looks very strong i think the best return for mizzou was their coordinators kirby moore the offensive coordinator took that burden off of Drinkwitz. he didn't have to call the plays and could be more of a game manager and then blake baker on the other side the uh, defensive coordinator for missouri is terrific so
4: what wasn't Drinkwitz on the chopping block before this season? And now I've, I think I heard they extended his contract they to did. 2028.
7: They extended him before that. I oh, think the did. fans okay. were kind of roasting him because yeah, he hadn't had a winning record. Uh, Eleven and two will get their attention. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he's good. He's so young, too. You know, yeah. you know Drinkwitz is only 40 years old. Is he really? No, I didn't he's know 40.
4: Know that. I'm not going to lie. He looks a little older than that. To I'm me. eight
7: years older than Drink. So, wow. you know, yeah. I mean that guy is, you know, he's got a, a big future ahead. I think they're going to be really good, and you do have to lock these guys up to contract extensions. Otherwise, the the really rich programs will start sniffing around and want they want an Eli Drinkwitz, you know, to jumpstart their program. So you got to be able to keep them and retain them. I think Missouri is going to be a very strong SEC team for a long time. But look. Georgia, you know, they're ticked off. I mean, they want to come roaring back. The good thing is next year you have a 12-team playoff. So if that had been this year, Missouri would have been in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what you need to be. Got to get in that. It's the six conference champs, top six conference champs, and then the next six ranked. Missouri can get in there.
3: Well, that's good. How much time you got here, Tom? I got to run. Yeah, he's got to run. Go do sports he's got to go do sports. All right, buddy. Thank you.
4: Or or thank else you. Guys. Talk
6: about Star Wars night tonight. Tonight, we really
4: we good. had have talked about that. What this week, Carl? The bobblehead that <laughs> see you get. Tom, thanks. Star see you, Tom. Wars <laughs> night at
6: the at, Blues t- at the Right, the blues but what do you tonight? get again? Uh, it's a Jordan Cairo bobblehead, but he's wearing a
3: Mandalorian helmet that comes off. Oh, so are you? Are you like? Do you have to buy a ticket to get one of those?
4: It is a theme ticket that I see. So wait, everyone who has a ticket's not getting one.
6: No. It's it's a theme ticket. But there will be nerds galore at Enterprise Center.
3: And lots of them
6: for sale on eBay afterwards.
4: Are all your friends there, Carl? I
6: believe if you don't already have the theme ticket, you can still buy it tonight for I I'm not one hundred percent sure, but I think it's twenty five dollars.
4: Wow. People freak out over these things. Like the so the Stanley Cup and I, I think these are overrated. Um, yeah, the but, Stanley but, Cup. Okay, did you see what talk, happened?
6: We're talking hockey, and I, she I mentioned know, Stanley because Cup because
4: I have a reason for saying this. She's
6: talking about. I, the, I have a the, good reason the thermal cups. No, no, yes. no. Let yes. me explain
4: this reasoning here. I was just saying people freak out, for example, with these bobbleheads because they're going to try to sell them on eBay, right? Because mm-hmm. there's only a certain number of them they're giving out. Well, these Stanley Cups, there was a video of Target circulating online of this like limited edition Stanley Cup and people were flipping out, like camping outside the dang Target to get one of these because apparently they're trying to resell them online and trying to make bank on them. I, I, like, so- uh, over a, I'm, I'm sorry, like these do keep your drinks cold and that's why I like it holds a lot of water, but it's so not worth it. Saw, Yetis
3: are better. I
6: saw
4: a meme where more expensive. I
3: saw a meme where it said, Mom's suddenly interested in hockey when finding out a Stanley Cup was involved."
4: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're like, "Wait, not that kind of not Stanley Cup." Shoot, the
3: same
6: thing. It was like, All right, I don't care a Cabbage anymore. Patch Kid or a Tickle <laughs> Me Elmo or it was that kind of oh, craziness. That's funny.
3: That's good stuff.
6: <laughs> All right. And uh, the Cardinals are making an announcement today at eleven o'clock today.
3: Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. Not baseball related. No, we're not going to give away what it is. All right, coming up. Or uh, in are a, we? In other news uh, with Ethan, next hour we'll do our Cardinals uh, warm-up giveaway, I promise. And we'll talk to Jim Talent and uh, Congressman Eric Burleson. Stay tuned. How about old Fred well, Bottenheimer over thing, there, ladies and gentlemen?
2: What's happening?
5: So you, know the, you know the thing.
2: What the hell is going on? In other news.
5: We are kicking off in other news, recognizing one of our own, Fred (laughs) Bodemeyer. You got me saying it now. (laughs) You mean Bottomer? How about old Fred Bottenmeier over there, ladies and gentlemen? He He is set to be enshrined (laughs) in the St. Louis Media Hall of Fame. Uh, Throughout his nearly 42-year career, Fred worked. His work has been recognized repeatedly, including a Merle Award for outstanding coverage of the clergy sex abuse scandal, as well as... A Wilbur Award, an Angel Award, and a Missouri Broadcaster Association Award for Best Religion News Coverage. Sue
3: Thomas, you need to make sure that clip gets edited and added to the (laughs) Rudin show this afternoon. Oh, my gosh.
2: And you know what? On top
3: of all that, Fred is one of the best people you will ever know. True. yes, man. True. He for, is just awesome.
6: And he'll be here in 10 minutes.
3: <laughs> no, he does get in early, and he works hard, man. He puts in a full day. Yes. He's,
6: he's in now, and he's here no, until what time? No, he's
3: not here. But he'll be no, here by he, 8, I'll bet. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I usually he's see wow. him at 8 o'clock. He's here in the
6: 7 o'clock hour. Well,
3: As we have discovered
6: on the Mark Reardon Show, uh, Fred Bottenheimer <laughs> consumes
3: two gallons of milk a week. Wow. And when he drives in in the morning, he will have a big glass of milk with him now it's, uh, it's just almost too good to be true it, it, mm-hmm, that's who he is <laughs> so there you have it oh i love fred he's one of the best people ever and totally to deserving yeah Aww. i would agree with that would you call him bodheimer
6: was i that what carl mind?
5: just played and i <laughs> he meant to say
3: bottomer
6: yeah and then once said, i heard that
5: thing he heard was kenny wallace say how about old fred bottenheimer over there bottenheimer? ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I know how Uh, to say Fred's name. It's just that's that's classic. Thanks, Carl. Um, Snoop Dogg is going to be in Paris for the Olympics. He is going to be part of their regular coverage now. Um, He he plans to smoke (laughs) the competition. (laughs) See what I did there? But I'm (laughs) bumped. This is not new for Snoop Dogg. Him and Kevin Hart had a thing on Peacock where they would do. they would kind of report on sports that they really didn't know about. Uh, but this, for some reason, is going to be legit. He is actually going to be covering
4: the Olympics. What's he so, going to do, like gymnastics or something? Yeah, I, Wherever they Wow, what a I great guess. cartwheel right there. What does know. he know about the, well, any, you know what? any sport that he is involved in the Olympics? football,
6: and flag yep. football is going to be in the Olympics next. Okay, I did hear about year. flag
4: football, which I think is kind of stupid. report on
2: Olympics.
3: sports that he... Does know about, but was just too stoned to remember what happened.
2: <laughs> That's or possibly. is it? Or they like the idea that he doesn't
5: really know.
3: <laughs> That's true, and uh, <laughs> that could be entertaining just it's to mix relief. it up.
5: Yeah. yeah, Those bits he did with Kevin Hart on Peacock were hilarious. So oh, I don't doubt him, it. Go watch them; they are funny. Hart cracks me up. They were doing like the equestrian event, and he's like, "Look, that horse is crip walking." <laughs> like he had no idea what was going on. It was hilarious. Um, Yeah, the Cardinals are teasing something, um, a concert apparently, and I can tell you who it's not going to be. It's not going to be Rage Against the Machine because they have apparently broken up again. Uh, Their drummer Brad Wilk has posted on Instagram, he said, I know a lot of people are waiting for us to announce a new tour date for all the canceled Rage shows. Um, He said, I don't want to string people or myself along any further. So while there has been some communication that this may be happening in the future, I want to let you know that Rage will not be touring or playing live again. So it's not going to be Until Rage. Until
6: the next time. The Who is Rage?
3: Rage,
5: rage against, against the machine.
4: machine. Never heard of them.
5: Yes, you have. What kind of I music? I guarantee you've heard of
3: It's angry music. Yeah. <laughs> that's I've heard, that's I've why heard I haven't heard, heard of them. I'm not a huge fan. I've, I've heard of them. Um, so They're not of the quality of Sammy Hagar. I can I'll also that tell right. you. Is it's anybody not- though, <laughs> Taylor Swift. (laughs) Not Taylor Swift.
6: She doesn't
4: come to St. Louis because she's probably worried she's going to on the other side of the state.
6: Rob. And then it's also not ACDC. Oh, that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see that. I might know who it is then. Yeah, okay. It is one of two people that Mark Cox and Ethan and I have spoken about today. Okay. And we might have played their song
5: last break. Oh, interesting. We nailed it then, Carl. Good job. -hmm. Um, It looks like the moving company U Haul is out with its annual look at movement of people and finds that Illinois is continuing to lose residents. The finding mirrors data from the U.S. Census Bureau, which estimated that Illinois was one of eight states in the country to see its population decrease in 2023. Now, if you're looking to see where they're moving to, well, it appears they're all moving to Texas, Florida, the Carolinas, and Tennessee. Did it mention
3: that the large number of them had modern sporting rifles in the back of the (laughs) U-Haul
5: as they left the state? They are all out. That's I, I'm, what's just, going on. I'm just. I'm just. Who were they at the top of the list? Um They were one of the top three, I believe. Did okay. California
4: I'll was back. not included in that list for the top decrease in population. No,
5: actually, California, Michigan, New Jersey, and Massachusetts all had the most people leaving as well. Okay. Hmm. okay good. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So if we find out any more on uh, who, who the big
3: band is that they're going to announce later, we'll. We'll try to let you know instead of just, uh, just speculating on it. I'll just say
6: Joe Buck mm. is really good friends with Eddie Vedder, and Joe Buck is going to be at the announcement.
3: Interesting. Today. That's an interesting take on it. All yeah. right. Coming up, Jim Talent uh, and our Cardinals warm up uh, giveaway in the 7 o'clock hour. Stay tuned. Get more
1: at 971talk.com.